the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. I can't reaccount, apparently. Christian uh, McDowell here. We've got Eric Silva Brenneman, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavaria. How's it going, guys? It's, it's dark classicer time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Two two update. I might have to get my child that is now fluent in German to correct that. I'm not sure that's, that's the correct. That's the way we say it in the sense of Sparza. You know, we don't really care about European languages. We just we just like to butcher them. So why not? They do. Yeah, it it, it's been pretty dope. I, I I've been really appreciating it. We can we can talk about it more as we progress here. We go can give us some live updates. But I just you know, classic. Uh, give, give me the rabbit ears. And, uh, and and I'll tune in and I, I love it's just nice to watch something other than EPL or, or uh, League Yamiakis and yeah especially when it's like two of the best freaking teams in the world in this <laughs> derby or it's just freaking awesome not really a derby is it it's just a rivalry yeah yeah historic matchup yeah nice cool Bridget what's what's new with you you have a awesome piece of headwear right now would you like to describe it to the <laughs> listeners I am wearing the San Diego Loyal cap today. Um, their USL is also in preseason. They just signed a new number 10, Alejandro Guido, uh, who, of course, is on the U.S. men's national team as well. Um, but they've got some some big things going, and looks like it'll be a fun season from them. Colin Martin, of course, formerly Minnesota United. They have Jack Blake this year, formerly Minnesota United NASL. Uh, the Robin Hood celebration before Robin Lude came in and took the Robin Hood celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just had to give a shout out to Loyal today. And not to be outdone, Rodrigo, you, you've got a uh, nice piece of clothing on as well. If you'd like to <laughs> tell the listeners what you're wearing. Um, it's my pajamas, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Wes will appreciate the fact that I wear this to sleep, but yeah. No, it's the uh, podium wear Blackheart of St. Paul jersey, so... So yeah, that's what I'm wearing today. Um, nice. I don't have a Bayern jersey. I do have a scarf from the local, but um, it's downstairs. And now that I've moved up t- uh, as the Jefferson, uh, you know, moving it up, I've moved up. <laughs> they don't really make it downstairs that often, so unless we have to do stuff. So, and so, um, so yeah. So we woke up this morning to dogs and zoomies and <laughs> Bundesliga, which I don't mind at all. So, yeah. Well, and th- thus concludes the uh, Minnesota Football Show clothing wrap up. I'm just wearing a Star Wars <laughs> shirt. Here. Classic. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's get into this. There's really no easy way to segue in. Um, th- this is just one of those moments where once again we we finish recording last week, shut everything down, and wait a few hours, and just like the football world explodes around us. Not even a few hours. It was like 30 minutes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so uh, what's the entry point? 
ussf us soccer um they have their i'm just trying to set it up again uh, so so it started off with a vote correct for um whether they were going to make whether they were going to do something for or against players uh, taking a knee, I believe, during the national anthems. That, that's kind of the, where this started, right? Yeah, there there was like an amendment that was a a policy that players have to recognize the flag during the national anthem. So they were mm-hmm. voting on whether they would repeal that or not. Okay, you you, you you by all means keep going if you'd like. You can you can probably set it up better than I can. All, all I can say is that this week in racism coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I I got to notice this morning that my. Uh, my zero days since a racist incident t-shirt is like yeah. supposed to be delivered today. Perfect timing. I, I thought it was going to be here in time for me to throw it on for the show, but not quite. Um, yeah. So there was before the vote, uh, which they only needed like a simple majority. So it was pretty clear that it would probably go through and that it, that policy would be repealed. Um, a bunch of people spoke in favor of repealing it, but then, of course, one person had to stand up and speak his dissent to the whole thing. And that person was Seth John, uh, Army veteran, Paralympian, captain of the Paralympic men's team, uh, went on and on um, much longer than was necessary. Yeah, uh, I think everybody's probably seen it at this point. There, yeah, there was yeah. a lot. Yeah, a whole lot. And then there was the apology that was, yeah. And then there was the apology that basically just like emphasized everything that he said in that rant. Um, The the apology that in like the second line says, "I'm no way apologizing." Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Here is my apology letter I wrote in my notes app, but it's not an apology. So bad. It's like that Nirvana song, right? It's like that Nirvana (laughs) song, "No Apologies," right? right? Yep. The cover they did on the Jesus. That's literally what the No, I mean um, it's just it's just, you know, like the thing is this whole thing was being broadcasted like over over like Zoom or the internet live, right? I think people were yep. watching this as, as, as and I think it was yeah, one of the first it, times we have we've we've seen that because usually these meetings are closed door. But because yeah, of COVID because players yeah, players across the country had to tune in and Obviously, they couldn't all travel. Uh, it's a lot like, you know, the draft. They rent out a convention center, but the draft is public, and these conferences usually are not. Um, so everyone had a camera out and was able to record from their screen everything that was said and done. Right, which was then blasted everywhere on social media yep. very, very quickly. Um, so we, we, we come to find out that this particular individual, there's a long history. And in fact, um, I, I don't remember the player's name, but one degree of separation from, some, from somebody we all know that actually played with this uh, John character on the Paralympic team. And even then, this is like a decade ago, when there were players, this, this person was like, there's something off with this guy. There's something very, very wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, which then kind of... Okay, let me me go here then. So then they start digging up all this other stuff too, where even in his apology, he's trying to say that I'm not a racist and blah, 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 when everything is clearly and blatantly (laughs) racist and fascistic. And then like all these old tweets and posts. Um, I'm not a racist, but all Muslims are terrorists. Yes, that that was the easy (laughs) one that everybody found. And then the photo of him with just like 
a small army's worth of, of weapons and he's just like hanging out ready to basically you know occupy panama again or something i mean there's there's just a lot and, and then it was interesting too people pointed out that both um i mean no surprise that jeff cameron liked it but christian pulisic up in there as well liking mm-hmm. it um you well, know there's, there's also the whole thing that you know he he claims he is multiracial he comes from a multiracial mm. background yep he did say because that. he's part Native, Native American, right? yeah, right, and and like he he goes on to, I think the whole like rant about slavery and how slavery is a world thing and not just a U.S. thing and what like no, I was trying to, was, yeah, that the U.S. Was, was the only country like, that like, abolished, right? <laughs> other countries, I was like, wait, I was like, I was like, so it's so I'm following the argument. I'm thinking in my head, I was like, yeah, slavery happened all around the world, but who perfected it? Right, it was yeah. it was this country, and this does country that make it okay? It. Yeah, it's, like saying that everyone does it is not yeah, a reason. Exactly. To, I was like, like, it was like it's like literally it's like arguing those. with someone who you meet at a bar, like, and I'm not gonna name the bar, but some bar in <laughs> Lakeville probably um, <laughs> that you go yeah. into and and you don't know nothing about it and then it just happens to be one of those things that just well then oh god there's so much i don't even know where to get it but but he talks about like i've been to africa and then he just casually drops in that he almost low-key got into some human trafficking while in africa like that's totally as one does like what (laughs) (laughs) sorry what you know what it is you know what it is this is a script to uh what was that what was that tv show 24 right yes (laughs) Oh boy! So uh, yeah, it's just crazy. That that all landed on Saturday after we after uh, we finished recording, and then it thankfully it didn't take long. By 10 p.m. the next evening, uh, we got a statement from the USSF Athletic Council where they basically uh, parted ways with him. But the fact that it even took that long is, is somewhat surprising. And I guess that I just I just mentioned that to kind of lead into I guess where I'm at now a week later, and I'll, I'll throw it to you two as well for your opinions. But what does this say about the Federation? Because I think that's my biggest concern. It's 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 really easy to, to throw this one guy under the bus and be like, oh, yeah, this this got this fast Nazi guy and blah, blah, blah. He's terrible, whatever. But yes, who enabled this person and how long has he been there and how many people right, knew about that's... this and just let it go? Bridget. Yeah, that's the thing because I mean this it's not like he stepped into this role on his own. He was voted in to this position by his fellow players. Um so there are definitely there's a subset of an unknown number who must in some way agree with some of the things that he says. Uh, to not condemn it in the first place and to like actually vote for him and put him in that position. Um, as we see with Pulisic liking those tweets, we, we know his, uh, his thoughts on some of these things too. Um, and like you said, it's been going on for years. It's not like he just suddenly came up with this and came out with this opinion. So yeah, the receipts uh, came fast and furious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this has been a thing for a while. This is just the first time that it was like widely broadcast to um, in a very tone deaf way, uh, with all these players right there um, and able to call them out on it. Look, the the whole thing felt like uh, I was in the middle of one of those demonstrations at the St. Paul uh, Governor's Mansion. 
literally that's what it felt like and that's what it's and it was just like there was times where he was saying words like gestapo and i'm like did he really mean gelato because that's the only thing that would make sense in this whole like type of argument and then and and you're right i mean like my point earlier is like it had to be broadcasted and it had to be recorded and it wasn't closed door so everything was out there for anyone to see so all the other stuff that's been happening closed door that we don't know about or people are, are willing to let bygones be bygones, right? Or or, okay. um, or it's boardroom uh, talk. It it it, it now came out. It, it came all out, and then now we know that you know the federation stands in a position to like aid and didn't call it automatically. This guy went over time, like yeah, royally. they just and let him. They just let him go. Yeah, just let him like and they, free speech. That's like right. Have, yeah. They could have sure, he can them. say whatever he wants to say, but it doesn't mean that we have to give him the platform. Well, exactly. and also, as, as Bridget alluded to also, who else is in there that agrees and, and you know, that has just, it's been taking that space? Because it's, it's e- yeah. like, like I say, it's easy to Even throw if, one person under the bus, but go ahead. Right. Even if one person, like, disagrees, if we keep saying it, silence is complicity. Right. And they've even if they don't agree with him, they've been sitting there letting him spew this stuff for years. Um, And this is somebody who represents the entire organization. He travels around as a player, as a, as a ambassador representative. Um, The, the whole world sees this Um, not just, you know, soccer fans in the United States. So it's, there's just so much it's, another one another example of you know a symptom and not the the disease is just one of probably many well said well said yeah that it it seems like there needs to be some kind of a house cleaning yeah well that that can segue then to uh mr rodrigo while we're still dealing with this you you had about a a thousand pounds kind of drop on your shoulders Do do you want to talk about uh the local connection Sorry, Bayern just untied it. It's three two. Oh, there you go. Beautiful goal to the corner. Wow, volley, beautiful, low ball. Anyways, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a heavy week, you know. So, um, as some of you may know, I I sit in the um DEI board or committee for St. Paul Blackhawks, and we got notification that a player in a game, um was um was referred to as a restu epithet and you know, literally a, a monkey so by another player in another in this in, in a game so so um it was one of those things that um geez not four two oh my there we go so it was one of those things where like it just you know like um for me one of the reasons I got involved with um and decided to kind of like um, being involved with the DI committee was to be able to, it, it reels from my experience with Isa in Maramira in Como Girls Soccer, how the parents um, decided that it was uh, best to try to protect the kids, right? Because we knew that there would be a lot of vitriol comments, right? And there was, right? You know, they referred to them as sore losers. A lot of them did. Um, don't know from what sense. And we took all the right steps to be able to bring light to the situation, right? Um, 
we went through the Minnesota State High School Leagues. We jumped through all their hoops. We never got a response out of them the several times that we reached out to them after following all the rules. And it made us all realize that there are no rules, right? Everything falls under, you know, language for referees, right? And we we figured out that there are no rules, there are no support, there are no tools, there's nothing to be able to, um, what's the best word, to be able to prepare people for um, instances like this. And the reason we say prepare is because we know it's been ongoing <laughs> for a very long time. It's just never been public. And now it, it it's reaching that area where it can be public and very quickly, right? A lot of the other times when things happen without social media, you wouldn't know about it, right? Um, but one social media hits and everything else. And plus the game was live stream. So so there's, 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 there's evidence out there, not evidence of the event, but there's evidence of, of some other stuff as well too. And so... Um, so the the thing is, is just mostly that, you know, um, we are trying to, the best thing that we think is, is, is to be able to create policies internally, but also apply them outside of, of, of clubs. And I think the reason that this worked a little bit better, or the, or the clubs are in better position is because they pay for the league, right? There's money involved. So if they want change, if they want anything, they have more power to be able to demand that. And since the incident, the league TCSL has put out a statement. The referees, which was the most amazing thing for me, actually put out a statement how they're going to referee situations regarding this from now on. And um, and there's been um, conversations, you know, into, into what other steps people should take. And we have been, you know, this is also once the committee got started, you know, back in almost um got started almost a year ago but we really started working last november um we started going and doing this is one of the things that we want to do and how are we going to go about it and i think now that there's a there's a path we are we we want to do to extremely make this more visible and more um and more accessible too and we want every other league and other things so we're still working out what what those internal changes will be but we also once we get those figured out and figure out the resources that we want our not only coaches but our players and our community members, you know, to be aware of. Then, how to deal with a situation like this? Then we can go outwards and be like, "All right, uh, MU, you do this, right? Can you? Would you adopt this, right?" And and you know, clubs function in a small way. Some are bigger clubs, some are smaller clubs, right? So a lot of it is volunteer work. But I'm happy to be part of a, a group that. That's working to try to, you know, create change that will really affect down the line um, how things get perceived on the pitch, right? Because the pitch should be a safe space for everyone, right? You go there to play a sport. You don't have to go out there and worry about or keep your ear out. You should have to, right? But we do, yeah. right? And, did you and, let uh, Did you let Fair know or or some people that that saw it? I, I hope somebody reported it. I, I I hope someone did. If not, I'll do that probably this week. So yeah, cool. So then I'll put that out there. But yeah, so um, so both the leagues, both of the clubs are talking. The referees are talking now, which is, which you know, it it, it makes me happy, but it also makes me mad because you know, like where were where was all the support when when we were trying to do something for Como, right? And um, 
you know, even 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 the high school league this past fall started embracing the whole, the whole like we are all about diversity or whatnot. And like, well, where were you when we were sending you all the notifications? Where is this diversity aspect of it? So to me, it's all cosmetic, right? Like we we don't words are fine, but words need to be backed up with actions. Mm-hmm. And right now, like, uh, I think. I think uh, at least from my point of view, the referees have done that, right? They put the words out that now we got to see if they're going to implement them and how long is it going to ter- take for players to, or, or referees to remember about these and adopt these and, and we'll see them, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying the change will be quick, but at least it's out there that we can go ahead and start implementing and knowing that there's a tool that we can go and coaches can go to in a certain situation in the game to, to start um, addressing some of these because I'm, I'm sure it's not the first time um, yeah. I've I know from at least from the Como girls FC incident there was lots of comments on Facebook about this is you know I remember when this happened to me back in 94 or in the 80s right and so like this is totally not you know sports and youth sports and the use of um, racist language you know it's 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 unfortunately part of the game at times and needs to be called out and it needs to be dealt with. Right. Um, and the more we do work on that, the, the better um, generations down the line will be who decide to play the sport and that, and, and do that. So That's yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a tough week, um, you know, and, um, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of work and, uh, but I'm happy that, that, you know, there's other people, who also want to get into this work as well too. Um, after you know the statements by the club, there's been an amount of, of good folks that be like, we want to be involved with what you're doing. So yeah. that's good, right? And hopefully there'll be something else, and and maybe Fair can can lead some um, some guidance of tools or anything like that. Sure. So. Well, we are glad you're on it, and and others as well. And yeah, of course, Minnesota Football Show will stand in solidarity and support with uh, you and the team and everybody else. And uh, it's kind of part of the, one of the reasons we're here as well is to, to, to call the, uh, the dark sides out as well and, and try and strive for something better and, and buy those shirts that Bridget mentioned, because they're going <laughs> to, they're going to be relevant for a while. Right, I think, right, yep, right. Unfortunately. Right. And, and so, you know, um, both parties, you know, both players have, ta- have, you know, the, the player has, has reached out to the family. So in the midst of, you know, trying to figure out how this is a teaching moment, but at the same time, I've made it very clear that we don't want to re-victimize the, the player. So if sure. it was, this has to be everything a-okay with the, with the family and all the other stuff, because this affects the whole family. Um, and, and so I think that's one of the things that a lot of times gets swept under the rug or gets seen as something that needs to be done is um, the kids who were victimized do not need to be victimized by telling other folks that what they did was racist, right? It's not their job to teach other folks what racism is, right? Um, So there's that gap that I think sometimes, at least the conversations that I have with folks is like, it doesn't register, right? I was like, if I apologize, I want to apologize to you directly. And I go, well, then by you apologizing, I have to relive the whole thing, right, in my head. And yeah. so then how does that? And so there's a lot of those conversations going on now. And I think it's, it's they're, they're good conversations to have, even though they're painful. Um, but it hopefully will lead us to a, a better situation 
in, in youth sports on the pitch. Right on. Well, there's no smooth segue from there, but once again, uh, our, our solidarity. Um, let's talk about Minnesota United a little bit. We actually had some things, some points here over the week. Um, most of the players, not all of them reported for camp on the 1st, March 1st. Got some photos, got some action shots, got some video with <laughs> 80s butt rock, as it tends to be. <laughs> uh, the montage, as it were. Um, then the following day on the 2nd, kind of out of nowhere, they're dropping, hey, we have a signing, we have a signing. And all of us are like, yes, we know, it's it's where we're, we're aware. And it turns out it wasn't where I, I <laughs> kind of blindsided. I don't know if either of you two saw this coming, but Juan Agudelo signs with the team. Uh, a name that I think most people, all the three of us listeners, you probably all know. I, I didn't realize he's only, is it 28 years old? 28, yeah. right? I, yep. I feel like he's, that name has been around for That's, a long time. The, re- the reaction all over Twitter was he's only 28. He's always <laughs> yeah, been <here>. like Exactly. <laughs> exactly but he's been pro uh, for 12 years <laughs> right 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 that's what it is he, he started very young 17 years old um new york red bulls where else did he play did he go to europe at some point too he so i had in my quick reading i saw that he was technically with stoke but before he could okay. play with stoke they loaned him out to somewhere else ah, right. uh, okay. some other euro team lower division um but yeah he's i mean he's bounced around a little bit kind of a journeyman but um solid player and again a forward yeah yeah we, and we he has to be versatile to make it this long yeah i mean we have three forwards currently on roster right yeah we have patrick yeah. ware Lang. who signed right yeah um, then we have langstorff is the Right. who's injured oh, i believe stores. right or i'm not I'm uh, i don't know if he's i don't know if he's injured but so technically you have three and and agudelo is probably the most veteran and the most people have scored more than two goals so we got the formal way announcement on thursday finally i think it was yeah, yeah. so and, let me ask you two uh between these two, uh, Agudelo and and Wea, who do you think ends up actually starting and, and maybe putting it's, in more goals? It's not going to be Wea. They've already said that he's he's. It's like a five year deal, but the plan is to loan him out so he loan gets some minutes and gets playing time. Yeah. Um, if if we had an academy system of some hey. sort, he would still be playing there. Well, um, what is this academy you speak of? <laughs> the the, the you know, that, that one that. The one that uh, originally started him and then kind of <laughs> left him in the dust and then brought him back mm-hmm. and now they need now they need to send him somewhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, but yeah, he's he's gonna need minutes and Heath has already said no, 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 he's not like he's not gonna be starting. He, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the bench at some point, given uh, our penchant for rotating forwards around a little bit. But yeah, yeah, there's that. Well, there you go. I'm gonna say something. No, I was just saying is that like we have, you know, currently three forwards in our roster and really two because Wea is in college, playing college ball, and who knows when Wea will be done. So let's say he's done, I don't know, mid-April, early May, right? Uh, well, he's, he's not anymore. Oh, like, he's, he's not? Here. He's here now, yeah. Oh, he was, okay. That was, I think, just 
because of it, I didn't know like what was going to happen. So I'm pretty sure he was he was playing there so that he had some place to be before finding somewhere else to land. Is he training with the team? Because I did not recognize him in any of the pictures, um, some of the stuff that was put out. So uh, yeah, I don't know that we saw him in there. He might depend. Well, no, he got home a while ago. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. We don't, I, I'm not sure either. Yeah, yeah I don't sure. know. All I know is that in, in any of the images of training that we've seen, there is no Tomas Chacon. So. There's a few names that are missing, and we'll kind of see how that plays out. I mean, there's still plenty of time well, for to get together. Go ahead. Yeah, so the, so the thing about this week is that um, a lot of them are still having to quarantine. So the guys right. who are training right now um, are able to kind of quarantine together. They've been here with their families, or they haven't been outside of you know, the U.S. Uh, so Boxall, Billingsley, all those guys um, do have to quarantine and work on their own until next week when, or this coming week, uh, when training officially begins. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, it might be Langsdorf who is still playing college. Like they're letting him finish out his season. And then he'll follow the loons down to Florida, which we'll get to here. But yeah. Um, yep. Let's let's so, bring in this Ike thing. Um, so go to put out a thing, put out a article. I didn't read it. I'm not sure. I think Bridget, you and I were talking. <laughs> you didn't get to yeah. it either. But we didn't really learn anything new. It, it still seems like Ike is is kind of up in the air. I don't know. It's it's so hard to speculate with what's going to happen. But at, I mean, at this point, it's it's the first. We're ending the first week of March. Things are going to get rolling here in the next couple of weeks. I mean. If if I'm the team, if I'm Heath at the very least, this needs to be like, this needs to be uh, figured out and decided like now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure think? I'm sure they're actively discussing it now. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, a week ago they were thinking he felt good, he was ready, he was planning to go train this week, um, and then that day came and he just was not feeling well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Heath's words. So if, you know, we can speculate on what the issue is, there are plenty of things. Um, I have some thoughts on what it could be given his history, but sure. there, there are things that are just, it's, it's kind of a Sam Cronin-esque situation mm-hmm. um, where there's, there's something going on that's not necessarily predictable. So yeah. we can, there's going to be good days where they think he's ready to go and they're going to, pencil him in to you know train as normal and then there's going to be days where he just can't show up so i'm sure they're they're thinking about that now and realizing how you know how unsure the situation is at this point in time um and we've we've seen them adding that depth in the back so they're prepared for it that's that is the one positive i suppose is we got some depth um well on a lighter note Dark clouds uh, throughout the week have been doing a very fun clash of the kits. I don't know if you all have par- participated in this. It's been a pretty fun. Bit, yeah. oh, it's I been voted. a good time. Yes. They, they, they took uh, from, uh, they went all the way back to Minnesota kicks, uh, picked up all the iterations of the uh, stars, NSC stars uh, from NASL days in, into the, the uh, early iterations of Minnesota United NASL into MLS and kind of, threw them in different brackets and put them all together. Um, 
I'm not sure where things have landed today. Maybe somebody can give an update because I think we did the final yesterday. And the final was the uh, the 2014 NASL wing kit versus last year's 2020 MLS wing kit, which is which is a pretty good final. Those are both really yeah. nice kits. I think 2013 won just because I saw, I saw a picture out there. Yes. With, uh, uh, Pablo. 2013. Thank you. Sorry. Yep. Yep. So 2013 yeah. won because Pablo that was classic. Was, was wearing a picture when the dark cloud sent out. So, mm-hmm. yep. Unless we signed Pablo under the, you know, the radar, <laughs> you know. Right on, good stuff. And wasn't the uh, the the trophy too, or the the prize was? Uh, oh God, what's his name? I'm having a brain fart right now. Um, Friedland. Yes, the, the Friedland <laughs> Honorary Kit Cup. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> That's good stuff. Love it. Um, all right. Well, preseason, you all kind of mentioned it. it we just got this yesterday. Um, looks like we are going to have four matches beginning the end of the month. Month. So we got um, going down to uh, Florida again to Orlando, March 27th versus Charleston Battery, March 31st versus Columbus Crew, April 3rd against FC Cincinnati, April 9th against Orlando City. I don't believe any of these are going to be televised or streamed or whatever. So I know. Just, nope. uh, Close doors yeah, Closed doors. doors. Are we surprised? That's how they've done it for the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last couple of years, like we were able to have someone sneak in when it was like open, but it, when it comes closed, is you know no, like, how much is like, how much is how last much is, year? It was close too, and we got we would get score updates and maybe like a gif of a good goal or something. But right, that was it. Right. Right. I wonder like how much of a fine would it be to have a a, a drone hover over the stadium. A drone. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I'm sure Orlando is prepared for that now, given no. all of the tournaments that have been held there on a closed <laughs> compound. <laughs> a year ago, that would have been cool. This year, yeah. I don't think they're. Well, we could just find like a big, tall building that's close to it, just have someone with a big lens camera just at the uh, NCIS style, you know, something like that. Try, trying know. to figure out who trialist number one is who scored. That's right. <laughs> Back, back to that. Right. Back to that. Wait, we can't read the numbers on the back of the jersey. It's a triple digit number. If, if there are the numbers. Com- yeah. Compare yeah, right. this photo to this one from USL season, whatever. And uh, yeah. yeah, well, we'll yeah. get some scores and kind of see how that all pans right. out. But yeah, uh, it's cool that that's coming. Yeah, it's weird and- because, you know, like we're always on the, well, with COVID and everything. Like I, I wonder where the players fall on this, right? Like in the aspect of like essential workers or not, right? Mm. How does he cause we we've seen how many times the NBA gets like access to testing. Like they have accessible to like way too much testing. So they test like a, and, and the MLS in a sense does too, and they have to pay for it. But it's just I wonder when vaccines is gonna be introduced in the aspect of players. And I think that's going to be interesting. But I also think that some of these matches are interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. you have the March 27th match against Charleston Battery, right? I don't know nothing about the Charleston Battery, right? So that should be interesting. You have the 31st, March 31st against the Columbus Crew. So that's going to be uh, like, will we see Molino? Will we see Maybe. all the other players, right? You know, that would and, be, that'd be an interesting Hairston, game. Marlon Hairston mm-hmm. just signed with them as well. Yeah, right. So it's it's going to be an interesting game. Um, 
when we have the FC Cincinnati on April 3rd, which for me is the the let's get let's get Frankie Amaya to to Minnesota <laughs> United rumors type of thing. Um, but the April 9th Orlando City SC could be an interesting game, not only because of the players, but because of the rumor mill, uh, the Wolves are in cahoots of buying the team. That's right. That was running around. Yep. And so old Wario back at it again. (laughs) Right. Wario is out to try to get a MLS team and they're pretty close. It seems like, but I think one of the things that they have to do is they own the rights. Well, they own partial rights on one of the NWSL teams, right? It's a, or another team, so they would have to give up those rights in order to. They have they have minority stake in Nashville, mm. so they would have to sell that stake in order to take a full stake in Orlando. Right. But they have to get through the negotiations with Orlando. That has to be approved by MLS, and then they can sell their stake in Nashville, and then figure out if the negotiation will include the Orlando Pride of the NWSL. Right. No one's sure is, how that's the... going to work out. Yeah, and if it happens, the Minnesota football show will put will 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 put a bid on the Nashville stake just because we, we we believe in in, in in what they're working on down there and will they accept because it or we not? Definitely be... have the backing. That's right, we do. As, as as mentioned in the previous episode, how we can empathize with millionaires and billionaires just throw, <laughs> throwing it around. Yeah. <laughs> Years, uh, years of we'll pick like, up missing, their scraps. No. We'll just follow them along. And... Years of years of, of of missing Monopoly pieces. I have all the Monopoly money. I can send boxes of Monopoly money to Nashville for them to give us a uh, some minority ownership. You know, you know, if if a Patreon subscriber wants to wants to throw in a cool million, we we can put it towards Nashville. That's that's how it'll work. We've got we've got the two dollar level, the five dollar level, and the two million dollar <laughs> two million. That's right. <laughs> franchise purchase option. Yeah, a franchise purchase option. We should put that up there on our Patreon. Perfect. Perfect. It's it. it's just like uh, the Ford Madison store still has that potato on the wall for a quarter of a million dollars or something like that. Uh, that's awesome. that story never gets gets old that's, that's been in their a, store for like what a year and a half now yeah. <laughs> so is good. it still good i mean uh it, every once in a while they drop an updated photo like every few months like remember like, that potato and it's all like sprouty and moldy yeah i was gonna say knowing potatoes it's probably got yeah it's yeah it's probably it's no longer a potato everywhere. right i mean like yeah if you put it in some dirt you could probably get like a few dozen potatoes out of it so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's end our local uh, national on the go for women. They came out with a pretty big win on the fourth. They played uh, Northwestern and it was actually one nil Northwestern at halftime. They came back with uh, with two goals to win the whole thing two to one, including a basically last second stoppage time volley that uh, was fun to hear Mr. Provatsky call um, <laughs> as I'm time so- was. Ba- as time was running out, though, right. and he's just like, what? <laughs> I need video of this. Shot, I need video. Right? Because beautiful. it's on BTN, so you have to pay for BTN. So, like, I don't I, – I, I'll ask I'll ask Matt because I really wanted to see because I'm a big supporter of the women's – Sometimes uh, you can get the highlights off of the app. I downloaded the app thinking it would be easier to, like, pay monthly when they were on that championship run, and I think I ended up dropping it. But you do still occasionally get – some video. Yeah. 
So happy yeah. for Matt for being able to call games and definitely, um, definitely and friend of the show. For the Gophers doing get a Matt doing things. So, well, let's take a little break and we'll do some international. No, this is not Issa Watch or G. This is as they call their spawn point. <sighs> We'd really like the Minnesota football show to be done. So now back to the show. And welcome back to the Minnesota football show. We are back. Uh, Bridget here again. We've got Rodrigo. We have Eric. And uh, some international news. We can jump into some uh, English Premier League from last week. Um, Arsenal over Leicester, 3-1. to one. Tottenham got a big one, 4-0 over Burnsley. Man U, Chelsea, 0-0. Uh, Bridget, I'll put this one to you. This, this is good Liverpool news, so we'll, we'll cover this one. This is Liverpool 2-0 over Sheffield. Did you get a chance to watch that one? Nope. Okay, that's all right. Um, maybe you want to skip the table because uh, it's not the greatest. <laughs> Yeah. Man City with 62, Man United 50, Leicester 49, West Ham 45, uh, Chelsea 44, Liverpool at 43. This is going to change. We'll, we'll get there in a second. Uh, not necessarily for the better for Liverpool, I'm afraid. Um, we haven't covered a lot of the, uh, the women's league in, in England, but uh, they had some good matches as well uh, this past weekend. Arsenal beat Aston Villa 4-0. Uh, Manchester City, uh, also their women's team is just crazy stacked 4-0 over Birmingham City and Everton 3-2 over Tottenham. I, I got to watch some of those Manchester City highlights. That that team is just fun, fun, fun to watch. <laughs> They're so good. They're nuts, yeah. <laughs> oh, I put in here, Mew's got a brace because, of course, that, that seems to be oh, like yeah. a weekly weekly thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, and so their table sits like this. Uh, the Chelsea women on top, 38th. Uh, 38 points, Manchester City at 36, Manchester United 32, Arsenal 36, Everton 22, and then kind of goes from there. But I don't see a lot of that changing too much unless Manchester City jumps up. That's pretty tight. And they are getting um, – I'll just put a note in here that they're about – they're more than halfway through their season with a 22-game season. So uh, it's kind of a good time to start tuning in as, as uh, pressure starts to get on there. And do you watch this through the app or I, I just have get, an app? Right? They do. They do. No, I just get highlights, man. It's all highlights. I'm going to have to try watching it through the app and see if I can just mm-hmm. put it on my TV or something like that. It's it's weird now that we've moved up here. Like I'm so used to working in confined space and being freezing. So like I wake up and I'm <laughs> like, wait, I can actually watch TV. Right, so I can actually do something productive and don't have to really. I was like, oh wow, I'll say so now. We're like, yeah, so yeah, that's one of the things I want to watch. Um, I know Liga Liga Familia Next is working on doing some things too, and I haven't been able to watch that at all. Um, but I'm okay, I, I, I keep hearing good things and, and, and great things. Uh, I know like Liga Familia was like put out the best goalie stops recently through their website, through their uh, Twitter, and there's some amazing saves. I'm I'm just really anxious to see what they do next with that league. Like, it has to be one of the top five leagues right now, and I'm not and because it's just you know 
the the talent, not only the talent, but just the fact that you know they're organized in some sort of sense, right? Even though they might be more disorganized in other in other ways, but they're they're still organized in some sort of sense. And so, did you all see there was a? Um, I'm trying to remember what day it was now, Thursday or Friday. There was a uh, women's Libertadores stream that Facebook was covering that popped up on our feed. That was also uh, it was just generally covered on I think the Conmebol Facebook. Really? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's on the uh, Minnesota Football Show page. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's get into this whole mess. Barcelona just in full dumpster fire mode. Um, so on the first March first, there was a raid on the on the entire FO basically, and the uh, former president uh, Bartomeu was arrested. Uh, along with uh, a, a couple other former um, <laughs> former higher ups over this whole Barcagate thing, which is just it's 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 kind of insane to even explain where they they hired basically outside influencers, I guess you could say, to to basically talk shit about their own players and and put and paint the the team in the front office in in positive light. And oh, and then and then there's the facet of this too that <laughs> they they used. They used uh, uh, what do you call it? Expropriated. Um, ah, they they used embezzled money to pay these influencers. <laughs> there's there, there's just layers upon layers of corruption and madness. That is, it's it's wild. Everything's it's fine. Nothing to see here. Yeah, no, nothing fine. to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> it is it is nasty, and I mean it 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 just goes to that point where Messi has been so clear about why he wants out and and he's he saw this coming i think he he knew the, he knew the uh the, the apple was rotten as it were and he was like i need to get out of here and now it's just full on falling apart there, there's the worms just flying out every direction of this thing um i, I love the <laughs> i love the image that says you know he's got the barca and it says musky more than a club and then yeah they're more than a club apparently they they they, they like to do pay off people and do all the other stuff as well too. It's like go well, to that, sir, FIFA. So. that sir is a is a perfect segue to the next thing that broke uh, yesterday. Mesque un club, which is their of course their um, what do you call it their their title, their catchphrase, their their uh, motto. That's the word I'm looking for. Their motto that comes directly from the Spanish Civil War, where where Barcelona was the center of the uh, anti fascist resistance against. Franco and the uh, his his entire uh, extremely extremely right wing um, army and a lot of the organizing I researched this a long time ago but it's it's out there a lot of the organizing for the uh, the anarchists and the communists and the entire international brigade all that stuff would happen inside the uh, Barcelona stadiums during matches because it was one of the few places where there were enough Catalans that could speak Catalan, where they would actually be wa- half watching the match and then turn around and open up like military strategy plans to like attack the fascists. <laughs> like that was actually <laughs> happening. Thus the name, Mesquion Club. It's more than a club. So on Friday, yesterday, it turns out, again, tied to all these Barcagate payments, that a, I'm just going to straight up read here, uh, the arrest of club president Josep Bartolomeo and senior club officials has dominated Barcelona's news as outlined by the Dario. Payments that the club processed 
towards the 13 Ventures Company made their way to Catalan company team partner Cadena Ser, claiming there are suspicions that this directly funded a movement promoting Catalonia's unity with Spain. Okay, again, what I just said was <laughs> 70, 80 years ago, they were literally planning anti-fascist resistance within the, uh, within the stadiums. And apparently this money is going to the crown, going to Spanish unification of Catalonia, makes which would the, be uh, the opposite. Right. <laughs> makes the whole Basque situation look even smaller, right? <laughs> it's, man, it is a lot. I mean, wow, 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 wow. I mean, yeah, it's wow, wow, wow. But at the same time, I'm like, this is this is pain. But but it's 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 not though. It's Catalonia. But 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 it is. I'm sorry, man, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand firmly because I know that Spanish. I know that Catalonian history, and there's a reason that they really, really want their independence. No, it no. And I get that. Right. This. Right. No. And then that's, that's fine. I think it's just like, just like Basque, the, the Basque folks wanted their independence too. And sure. And just the, the Catalan. No, I, I totally get that. And I respect that. I just didn't, but, but Spain messing with people's <laughs> availability, like the crown oh, and yeah. everything else. I see what you're saying. That, that, is that That's typical Spain. That's just typical that Spain. That's what they do. It's like, you know, like for the longest, you know, that's that's just the way that they that they do business and this is just another another branch of that so but i mean talk about a just a huge slap in the face to your entire history i mean this that's pretty bad pretty pretty bad so whew, barcelona yep. it is For that and many other reasons uh, you'll never catch me in spain so <laughs> it is not good and i mean we, we've talked about this too with with ranking the leagues and all that i mean Barcelona is almost bankrupt because of this whole mess. And, and if Barcelona falls, okay, so on one hand, you have that. On the other hand, you have what's happening in Liga, which we've already talked about. La Liga, I don't know if they can stand up if it's just Real Madrid trying to carry that entire league. I mean, maybe question mark, but I don't think so. It would be a huge blow if, if Barcelona falls. Yeah, it was like five, six years ago where we were having that same conversation that the other teams in the Liga weren't getting money, right? Because right. it was all the Real Madrid and Barcelona league, right? And so mm-hmm. we're, we're sort of in that same situation again where, like, which league is going to survive, right? And um, yeah. which brings up the question, as always, as, like, these leagues in the world are functioning literally um, on promised money and not any kind of equity that they've built into everything, so... Well said. Um, Women's Champions League. Not too many big surprises here. I think all the big clubs that you would imagine basically took it. Um, the one that was really interesting, I'll just zoom in on, on the Chelsea Atletico Madrid. That one was a pretty big clash of two very, very good women's teams. Um, and Chelsea pulled it off 2-0. So good on them. Um, every, everything else was pretty predictable, including Bayern that I think, you know, they put in their... Uh, their uh, athletic training staff after after five goals. <laughs> so all, all the ball ball girls and all the uh, I don't know the the people changing the the scoreboard. Hey, suit up, you're in. <laughs> You've always <laughs> wanted to play. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean the good thing Barcelona does though is they have a good women's team, like a like a good women's they team. Do. And so I've always when the chance I've gotten to watch them play, that's a good team. It's a good team. So it'll be interesting to see how far they, they make it. 
this time. So, indeed, we'll keep an eye on on that as they progress. Oh, this next one is is kind of hard for me. It's a little painful. Um, Brazil's in a really rough way right now. I know you two have been probably following some of the things that I've been dealing with personally, uh, but uh, it was just a really bad COVID week, um, breaking death records day after day. Uh, I thought it was bad enough on Wednesday when it hit like. 1700 then the following day thursday it was over 2000 and then i think yesterday it was like 25 i mean it's just really bad the the health systems in most of the states are are collapsing there's there's no uh, emergency room space there's no hospital space it's it's a really it's a real nightmare scenario down there and it's it's hit my um my core family a little bit more this this round um last year and and up until this point it was more you know, third, fourth, more distant cousins, more distant relatives. And now it's like literally the people that are the closest to me that I, that I see all the time that I was just with not even a year, year and a half ago. And it's, uh, it's been rough. It's, it's, it's hurt. Yeah. It's hurt a lot. Um, and it's kind of got to the point where, I mean, you know, it's bad when, um, when football coaches start speaking out and, and that's kind of <laughs> where we are. Um, Liska, who I think his real name is Carlos Luis something. He's been, he's been around for a while, but he's currently coaching at, um, uh, America Mineiro who were just recently promoted in fact. So, you know, as Goyaz goes down, they get a move up and, uh, they started just interviewing about, about this because Copa do Brasil and, uh, and all the state cups, the state championships are happening. Like we've talked about, there's been a constant overlap in these seasons and they're just asking him about the game, the game. And he just stops. He's like, I don't want to talk about the game. It's like, we shouldn't be doing this. He's just like, we're going to have 80 teams traveling around the country when there's 2000 people dying. He's like, I've lost my such and such. I've lost my friend. I've lost my uncle. I've lost da 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 He's just, we got to stop. We got to do something. We got to stop this. And he just turns straight to the camera and says, Sebi Efe, I'm pleading with you, right? I'm pleading with you. Please do something like this. We can't do this. So good on him for taking a stand. Right. Um, solidarity. I, the question I hope is he's gonna, not fined. I have a feeling he'll no, probably I'm, be no, fine. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to get fired. He's yeah. going to get fired. I hope not. I'm not. Fired, no, I'm not but... saying. I'm not saying that he's that you know he shouldn't. I'm just saying the right. way that this works is like whenever you speak out against the league or you speak out yes. against what's going on, and you you either get heavily fined or they slowly um, kick you out. And you're right, and it's and it, and it's sad because you're right. Like he's correct, right? Specifically, in like Peru and Brazil are like the top two. From last time I checked, it was the, the two of the worst, you know, countries regarding the access of COVID infections and all that other stuff. And so, like, it's 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 just so not mind blowing, but it's just it's just really rage driven in the aspect of how things are being handled you know and i'm in a privileged situation where i you know i was able to bring my mom over just for what we you know we could and and, and now she's been able you know she's close to getting her second vaccine and i have friends who are like hey we're just starting to get the vaccine and we're gonna finally start i mean that, that was like you know it's it's crazy and like it's just so, i don't understand it and so it's just it's just I don't. It's it's and I and I feel for you and your family and I've Thank I've you. lost friends and I've lost uh, friends who have lost you know family members you know I've lost you know even here we've lost folks that are that touch our 
our inner circles. And so it's like, I can't even begin to think why people don't, don't take it as seriously as it should. And, you know, it's just go ahead. No, she's saying just like Sheila has been saying it always. It's like, we shouldn't be playing during a pandemic, seriously, but someone, someone has to make money. And that's the only way that that they're, they're building this ass. What, what I recently learned this week that I wasn't even aware of, just to, to kind of give you a perspective of the failed Bolsonaro state, um, I knew that he had, that, that the government under him had, had refused at least one shipment of the, um, of the Pfizer, of the Pfizer vaccine, like way, like back in December, maybe it's been like three months, maybe more. What I didn't realize, and, and I, I learned listening to, uh, I think it was Democracy Now, where they were talking to a, a professor at uh, Harvard, Brazilian professor, three times. They came back two more times between December and now and said, hey, how about that Pfizer vaccine? Nope, no thanks. And did it again and, and denied them again. So... Yeah, it's 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 government, complete government, failed state collapse. And then it's also just, you know, the same stuff we're dealing with here with misinformation and, and people making bad choices. I mean, a lot of this, if you, if you time this out, it, you can clearly see that this lands right about where Carnival would have been like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people would have just not had Carnival for, you know, one year, maybe <laughs> things wouldn't be so bad. And then, of course, I'm not even mentioning the the mutation there, there's an actual brazilian mutation that's just really really right. crushing people right now too so and it's I, I mean like bad. not not want to dive into a political discussion or, or whatnot but it's just that we brazil's history in investing in their own folks and in infrastructure is not the great not the greatest and so well, this it's totally interesting you bring a, that up because when it, when it comes to uh, I mean they have universal health care and they actually have a really good vaccination program. I think I've mentioned that before because when they when they're battling back in the day it would have been cholera. Recently it's been Zika and all these other little tropical diseases. They've they've taken care of it very fast because they they have a really good network and there's there's clinics in a lot of very small uh, right, rural right, areas rural that areas, better, right. they're actually yeah they're actually better than this country I would say. The problem is they just don't have the vaccines for COVID right. <laughs> and they've denied this one three times. I mean, right. that's, that's where it oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm, I'm corrected. Cause that's one of the things that that's frustrates fair. me the most is that, 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 that there isn't the resources, or the infrastructure to, to be able to do so, which is the issue here, which is mm-hmm. the issue in Peru too. And like, for example, you know, it was found out in Peru that all the freaking legislators got, vaccines before anyone else (laughs) and you're like great you know and i'm just looking forward to when bolsonaro just finally just is no longer in office and and then gets you know persecuted and thrown in jail just like fujimori for all these like human things that he's done i mean like he's killing off the indigenous population in 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 brazil and so it's like no, it's, it's at this point, my friend, it's the general population. It's, it's not it's, even you, you can't even like split on on ethno racial lines anymore. It's just like, yeah, straight no, genocide true, across but, the board. Right. But then, you know, I think the strategic thing is that if you kill off the indigenous folk, then you can take over their land, which has been like a big, big thing in South America, specifically with those who have indigenous population and unexplored parts of south america did you see the scandal that they were they were selling uh amazonian uh land on facebook 
Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't see the link, but that was just one thing that just made me my yep. me and my mom mad. So it was one of those things. Yep. Anyways, let's let's yeah. um let's uh, garbage fire, garbage fire, and I just I just hope things get better for the people's sake because uh yeah it sucks. Like every time I was getting an update from a different cousin, it was it was not good. It's not good. Um speaking of not good, Bridget, <laughs> we mid midweek EPL. Great transition. <laughs> I nailed it. Uh, we had a uh, we had Tottenham over Fulham. We had Everton over West Brom, and we had Chelsea over Liverpool. Sorry, question mark. Yeah, yeah I uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is another one. I was super busy at work. I planned to watch it on my phone, and uh, it just didn't happen. It slipped my mind at some point that afternoon. I was like. I think we're playing. Let's see how many goals we're up by. And then I pull it up and it turns out where what I put on Twitter was I thought I forgot that we're playing and it turns out we are not playing. Yeah. Because I turned it on and it was just uh, turnover after turnover. The highlights I saw were just horrendous. It was uh, it was right up there with the Minnesota United like 2017. Um so yeah, I, you never I want to bring that one score up. updates at that point, and I just went on with my day. <laughs> uh, so that that changed things in the table too. Uh, Man City, Man United stay. Leicester, I think, also at three, and then Chelsea jumped up to four. Everton jumped up to five. <laughs> West Ham at six. Liverpool seven. Tottenham eight. We're only twenty-two Yikes. points back. It's it's fine. <laughs> gonna leave it there um we have updates for today uh we were, we were talking about the the bundesliga yeah. match uh, i gotta before, watch some of it before uh, we Bayern put and, in the bundesliga you know yeah. i i'm literally now in like relegation watch because newcastle sits at 17th with 26 points and Fulham sits at 18 with 23 points and i think tomorrow as the first time i'm gonna wake up like extra early now that i figure out this whole peacock thing and I have to wake up by six o'clock to be able to watch Newcastle. And then hopefully if we win, because we play, I think we play, um, West, we play one of the bottom teams and not, not Sheffield United, because I think they just played, but um, uh, we play. And if we win, you know, we could technically take out 16, be at 16th. Um, and, you know, and if Liverpool does their job, we could really, be up and I don't have to think about relegation and and and, and <laughs> having to figure out where I it took me this long to figure out Peacock. Okay. I want at least to enjoy a full year of watching my magpies. <laughs> well, can't promise you anything from Liverpool's end. <laughs> <laughs> all we can all we can say right now is that we are not in relegation zone. So uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, I have I lots mean, of experience with relegation been, zone. <laughs> that's been an interesting one to watch, though. Like, this season is just really strange in so many ways. And uh, I think that bottom of the table is going to be really interesting to watch play out over the next few weeks, especially. There's still a good amount of time. I mean, what do we got? About yeah. less than two months, but. We'll see 30 38 right moves. yeah it's it's oh, tight so, enough yeah 
A lot could happen. A lot could happen. Um, okay, so Bundesliga today. What was the final score, Rodrigo? You were watching. Four two. Four two Bayern, right? Yep. So they must have just hammered in like a last uh, last couple minutes. When they last... scored, yeah, it was the last 10, 15 minutes, I think. Last 10 so this, minutes. The third okay. one was Cause... really good. I didn't get to watch the fourth one, but like at my household, we're buying fans. So like I heard people yelling downstairs. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> we scored. And I yeah, man, movie, I, so. I got to watch a good portion of this. Like I said, I missed the first two because I turned in, tuned in just after 10 minutes thinking it would be fine. And Holland was doing <laughs> Holland things. Uh, but what what a lot of fun. I mean, 2-2 at halftime. And then just please give me more Bundesliga on, on regular rabbit ears. Yeah. I mean, this this would be like the entry point for me to get to pick. A, I'm not sure who I would actually go for. I, I might need some help listeners. So I don't I can't go for either of these teams as much as I enjoy watching them. It's got to be. I don't know. I think the um, who's like the lefty team in Bundesliga. That's like the St. Pauli. Is it uh, Union? Union Berlin, right? Yeah. So maybe that that would be the one to look at. But yeah, I love it. I mean, this Make reminded me of the early like early nineties when like you had to wake up early on a Saturday morning to watch like Bundesliga <laughs> games on Fox, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. it was nice to be able to watch on a, on a regular channel, Rabbit Ears, and mm-hmm. and it was just you know I don't know it was just to me it, like I didn't know about it till literally day of and I was like wait what we can watch it on ABC <laughs> I was like what yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I, I I had put it in a couple different chats and and uh, message groups and and nobody seemed to know either like regular TV I'm like yeah turn on ABC yeah it was, on. it was like buried on the Twitter feed somewhere there was like no like no larger scale announcement but right. yeah I mean whoever managed to wrestle the keys away from the sports person at ABC <laughs> hope they get to keep them and keep doing stuff that is a great image I love that. <laughs> Like, no, I, I just can't think of them voluntarily here. being like, Oh, you know what? There, people say this is a big game, let's put it on, let people enjoy it. No, someone had to be like, You know what? Taking the keys, we are so doing no, this. We, we have some, we have some NASCAR <laughs> chokehold, backslam, body slam, <laughs> the keys. or like the Fox networks. No, we have an auto auction, we would prefer to broadcast, yeah, yeah. right? Right, exactly. a championship exactly. game. <laughs> Right, no. exactly. Though, though, Santi likes to watch any auto action because he, the cars will come on and he'll be like, "I know that car," and I can tell you ten million things about that car. And I'm like, "I, it's got four wheels and it looks nice." <laughs> does That's it pretty run? much cool. yeah, Does it run cool? <laughs> yeah, no, but it was it was it was extremely interesting and to have it on rabbit ears. And I hope we get to watch more of that. Please, please. And please. I think they're just trying to maybe gauge what's going to be like with the World Cup. And yeah. also the Olympics, just try to figure that out. But also ABC is, you know, ABC is now Paramount Network, right? I think so. No, that's that's CBS. Sorry, CBS. Is, sorry, uh, yeah. ABC is CBS uh, All Access. ESPN. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're ESPN, part of ESPN. All that stuff. And, so. and they're talking about uh, women's and uh, Serie A, I think, was one of them. They're, but a whole lot of leagues are in talks. So, yeah, they might just be... Um, kind of testing the water, seeing how many people actually tune in when you put something right. on TV. So if, if more people tune in, then we no longer have to come up with elaborate ways to convince the Eric's household to to, to, <laughs> to get into the dark side of streaming. I was wondering how this is going to come back to me. <laughs> well done. Well done. 
Uh, speaking of that, that that's actually I'm, I'm going to end with that. But first, I'm just going to say for Liga MX tonight on on Rabbit Ears, uh, we have America and León at seven o'clock, and Mazatlan and Chivas at nine thirty. Those are both going to be on Univision. Now, now to your please give me your password <laughs> segue. <laughs> we have uh, Jason Sudeikis. He won Best Actor for Musical Comedy last Sunday, uh, the Golden Globes for Ted Lasso which is the program I would love to watch if somebody wants to throw me their Apple password. I'm planning on doing it. So I haven't watched it yet either. I'm, I'm waiting for a weekend that I have, which like probably spring this weekend, like where I have nothing going on for a week mm-hmm. and do their, I don't think it's a free trial, but it's like you can pay $5 for one week. So I'm just going to do that and watch Ted Lasso, but then binge a bunch of other stuff and probably okay. rewatch Ted Lasso. Yeah. No, I, I think for like people who are Apple subscribers or like I got an Apple TV and like they when you bought it like offers you a year worth free. I still haven't done it yet. I'm like I'm waiting till like I finally finally do that to maybe able to just get it for free and not have to pay for it because I just don't want to subscribe yeah. to another streaming unless like it's yes. worth my time. That's my thing. Because at this point I'm like I'm spending as much as streaming as I am pay as I am for paying you know internet. And so I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, at one point, something's going to have to give, right? And so we'll see. Oh, that, that point gave a long time ago for us, <laughs> which is why I keep hoping, like, That's fingers insane. crossed that, yeah, that, ne- that Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or somebody gets in the game. That would be, that would be quite helpful. Yeah, that's not happening. No. <laughs> Man, I, I'm going to hold those words. This is being recorded, so Okay, here you, hold on, here you go, hold on. Netflix nor Amazon will never, ever, 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 ever have live sports that just gave me hope beautiful (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got friends thank you listeners um we have uh on the patreon.com backslash mn football show i think christian is is hard at work doing some uh alchemy brewing uh (laughs) of of another round of the um C'est pas la mer à boire. Um, I, I, this last thing, I, I, this last bag of fruit I actually gave him were two different uh, species of plums. So I'm not exactly sure if he's using both or is he splitting or what exactly he's doing. But considering how awesome of a brewmaster he is and what we've all got to, to try and, and really enjoy, whatever happens is going to be amazing. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to get in on that, again, patreon.com backslash show And uh, whenever those new brews are ready we will let you know and that'll be the place to order yeah we'll, we'll get some more content up there as well I, I posted something about the oh pele pele doc maybe we can know with that did oh, you guys yeah. get a, you gonna watch it no <laughs> <laughs> with the week i've had and then yeah yeah, yeah, I've, I've, yeah I, like, I, i'm glad i got up today to watch turned up upside down so yeah. not a problem <laughs> I, I put it up there for the patrons just to get a little conversation going if anybody yeah. had seen it so yeah, yeah. Also, you know, if you listen to us and you're listening to the podcast, you know, go out and rate us, right? Rate our, oh, please give us a five stars. We're not the Ubers, but we'll just give us those five <laughs> stars. It helps us um, get, get seen more. It helps us be able to get other folks who are interested in it and also refer to friends, right? I mean, we do yeah. a very organic show and we talk a lot about soccer, so. And many other things, and other <laughs> all stuff. the things, yeah, soccer and stuff and stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bridget, Rodrigo, listeners. Yeah, thank you.